Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The Built by Bama online podcast presents Daybreak for this Wednesday, April the 29th. 2020. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BamaOnline.com, with you here on the podcast three times per week. And we got a couple of items we're going to get into with you on this Wednesday morning. Some news of note involving a former Alabama player now in the National Football League. We'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. And then we will make the case for the Alabama Crimson Tide for the second time in as many seasons having a duo of wide receivers surpass the 1,000-yard receiving mark. We'll do that with Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell coming up a little bit later in the program. First, though, the news of note from Tuesday, DJ Fluker, former Alabama offensive lineman who was just released by the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday, just over the weekend on Sunday, DJ Fluker, released by Pete Carroll's Seahawks out there in the Pacific Northwest. Well, DJ Fluker is returning to the East Coast, where he will be a member of the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens on Tuesday struck a deal with DJ Fluker. He will reunite with his old Alabama teammate, Mark Ingram, on the offensive side of the ball for the Ravens. You probably recall 2010, DJ Fluker really moving into a starting role after a redshirt season in 2009. Big Fluke took over at right tackle that season. Mark Ingram coming off a Heisman Trophy winning campaign the year before. Struggled with some injuries. Wasn't quite the same player in 2010 as he was in 2009. But those two guys going to get back together. And perhaps even more interesting, another former Alabama player in that mix When you talk about that vaunted Ravens rushing attack, Bradley Bozeman in 2019 really flourished at the left guard position for B-more. So potentially, Fluker at right guard, Bradley Bozeman at left guard, and what about Mark Ingram? running behind those two guards. Of course, Lamar Jackson, the quarterback, going to be a part of that as well. thought it was also interesting that the Ravens in the draft in the second round took J.K. Dobbins at the running back position from Ohio State. Hard not to watch J.K. Dobbins, right? And at least think about Mark Ingram. Similar body types, low centers of gravity, hard running guys, tough to tackle. So uh, the Ravens with... Future Hall of Famer, Marshall Yonda, eight-time Pro Bowler at the right guard position for the Baltimore Ravens. All of his 13-year career for Yonda, 
took place up in Baltimore. And so DJ Fluker jumps into that mix where he's expected to compete with a returning player in Ben Powers. And also Baltimore uh, did some mid-round work there at the interior of the offensive line. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes for Fluke trying to improve on an NFL career that has now uh, spanned seven seasons for DJ Fluker. The number 11 overall pick in the 2013 NFL draft by the San Diego Chargers. Fluker spent four seasons out in Southern California, and then he moved to the East Coast where he played a season in 2017 with the New York Giants before joining the Seattle Seahawks for the last two seasons. And Fluke was one of those sort of question marks coming out of Alabama. You weren't quite sure if he was going to be a long-term answer for the Chargers at tackle. There were questions about his ability to play the position at the next level. He ultimately made the move inside, which is interesting because when you consider that 2010 team and that 2010 offensive line, if you remember, you had James Carpenter. The junior college transfer who had come in in 2009 and done a really good job at left tackle, you had Carpenter at left tackle, you had DJ Fluker at right tackle, and both guys went on to become first-round picks at that position, but both guys essentially had their careers extended by moving inside. James Carpenter has moved inside to guard during the course of his NFL career, and likewise, for DJ Fluker. So there you go, DJ Fluker, the latest in a long line of former Alabama players to join the Baltimore Ravens. We certainly wish the best to Big Fluke as he looks to head into his eighth season as an NFL player. Up next, we're going to make the case for Alabama in 2020. We hope. We hope there's a 2020 season. If it does come to be, will make the case for Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith to become Alabama's second 1,000-yard receiving duo in as many years. That's coming up next on Daybreak, Wednesday, April the 29th. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, let's get into it. Let's make the case for the Alabama Crimson Tide having a pair of 1,000-yard receivers for the second time in as many seasons. And what a year 2019 was for tandems in the Southeastern Conference. And not that LSU and Alabama didn't have options but behind their top two guys because we know that was certainly the case for both of those offenses. But when you look at the top four receivers in 2019 in the league, essentially consisted of a pair of duos. Uh, When you look at Jamar Chase of LSU, Justin Jefferson of LSU, those were your top two receivers in the league a year ago. They were immediately followed by Alabama's duo of Devontae Smith and Jerry Judy. And when you combine those four guys and look at the numbers for them, it's obscene. We're talking about 5,000. 
739 receiving yards, and 62 touchdown receptions between Chase, Jefferson, Smith, and Judy in 2019. You think we'll ever see that again? I'm not so sure, and that's understanding. It's very much the era of offensive football, of the passing game specifically in football, regardless of the level you seem to look at these days. All about throwing the football, all about the potential for huge numbers for quarterbacks and receivers alike. But 5,739 yards between four guys? Wow. I don't know. Uh, might be waiting a while for that to happen again. Um but it was for Alabama a year ago. Devontae Smith leading the way with 1,256 receiving yards on 68 catches. He averaged 18.5 per grab, 14 touchdown catches to lead the way for Alabama a year ago for Devontae Smith as well. Jerry Judy for the second straight year goes over the 1,000-yard mark. Um, and as crazy as it sounds, it wasn't Devontae Smith who was a top 15 pick Last Thursday night in the opening round of the 2020 NFL Draft, it was Henry Ruggs III, the guy we've yet to really talk about at this point, who was the top wide receiver off the board in the entire draft. Uh, Ruggs, you talk about efficiency in touches throughout his career, including most recently during his junior campaign when he caught 40 passes for 746 yards and seven touchdowns, averaged right around 18.7 per catch did Henry Ruggs III, but Ruggs goes off the board at 12 overall to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, A few picks later, you had Jerry Judy go to the Denver Broncos as the second wide receiver off the board, and still Alabama (laughs) brings back its leader from a year ago in receiving yards and touchdown receptions to go along with a junior in Jalen Waddell, who again, two years ago, thought he might be the guy that joined Jerry Judy as a 1,000-yard receiver. Didn't quite do it. Didn't quite have the production a year ago as a receiver anyway that he did as a newcomer in 2018. But you saw enough down the stretch of the 2019 season to think that Jalen Waddle's going to be just fine. And when you talk about tandems moving ahead to 2020, Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle are going to be right at the top of that list to go along with guys like Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall Jr. at LSU. Um, and what you like about what you did see, too, in, in, in terms of projecting for the upcoming year, is that you got a glimpse of Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle without Tua Tonga Vailoa. You had the four starts by Mac Jones. And in those games, again, Waddle was most devastating against Auburn in the Iron Bowl working with Mac Jones. Even though he had just four catches in the game, Waddle turned three of those into touchdowns. In those four starts that Jones made, Devontae Smith caught 16 passes for 297 yards and three touchdowns in those games. Now, that's not quite the yards per game average that Smith posted for the season overall, but you got to take into account the monster games against Ole Miss and LSU were going to make it really tough for Mac Jones in those starts to sort of match in conjunction in uh, concert with Devontae Smith. So some factors you'll consider when considering this scenario for 2020. Who steps up as the third receiver? You'd really like to have another guy 
that can make defenses pay and take at least a little bit of the emphasis off Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell because I think we all understand whoever that third guy is, assuming it's John Mechie, uh, that third receiver is going to likely see a lot of man coverage because help is going to be sent the way of Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell. So could certainly help those uh, top two receivers if that third guy steps up in a big way. And then stylistically, how is Alabama going to play on the offensive side with four offensive line starters coming back, with an All-American caliber talent at running back in Najee Harris coming off a 1,200-yard rushing season? Is it going to be more centered on the run game, at least early? If that is the case, you go back to the efficiency of Waddle and Smith. And when we talk about that, we're talking about the ability to turn fewer touches into big yards. In other words, when you average 18, 19, 20 yards per catch, you don't need 75 plus catches to get to the 1,000 yard mark. So that's where you like the potential, the the prospects of Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith to make this happen for a second straight season. You know, the bigger question in all this, and the answer to which will probably prove or could prove to be the biggest obstacle between Waddle and Smith uh, doing the 1,000 yard thing together in 2020 is how many games are we going to have in the upcoming season? That's the great unknown right now. We don't know what type of season we're going to have. You know, are we going to have a full season? Are we going to have a condensed season? Um, That in and of itself, more so than the quarterback transition, more so than perhaps uh, a a bit of a a dependency on the run game more than the last couple of years, uh, I think that's probably the biggest unknown in all of this uh, in terms of Alabama for a second straight season having a duo surpass the 1,000-yard mark, and not just in in as many years, but for the second time in program history. That's going to do it for a Wednesday edition of Daybreak here on the Built by Bama online podcast. Travis Schreier, Senior Analyst for BOL, thanking you for joining us here on the pod, thanking you for joining us on BamaOnline.com. Charlie Potter, Hank South. Congratulations to Hank South and his lovely wife, by the way. Welcomed the second Little South to the family brood here in the last 24 hours. Congratulations to the South on that. Tim Watts, Kirk McNair, myself, we try our best to keep you up to speed on all things Crimson Tide at BOL. Be sure to hang out with us on the Roundtable, the premium message board of choice for Alabama Crimson Tide fans. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.